Want to go on a road trip? Then hitch a ride with Hayley. Would you go with me? If we were lost in fields of clover. Wednesdays, 10 a.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio.
Hello and good morning. Welcome. It is Wednesday morning, which means it's time for Hit to Ride with Hayley. So you're going to spend the next couple of hours with me, Hayley Wheatley. How is it going for you this week? Of course, we know in the line dance world that it is crystal boot week. So everyone is busy with preparations, getting ready to go. Oh, it's really sad that we can't be there in person, but we're going to be there in spirit with that online teachers, all the online fun that is to go ahead. I'm going to take you a little bit away from all the craziness that is going on there and we're going to do some traveling today. Uh, oh, That first track today, that was my first Crystal Boot nomination. It was New Country Cha, so I want to start off with that one today. Nothing like a little cha-cha in the morning. Of course, today in the UK and the US is quite a special day. Now, I'm going to just mention this at the start of the show, just for those of you that have seen, it is Holocaust Memorial Day. This, of course, commemorates the genocide of millions of Jews and other victims during the Second World War at the hands of the Nazis. This year, it will take place today, Wednesday, January the 27th, and the poignant theme for 2021 is going to be the light of darkness. Um, Now, the day, of course, registers the anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz-Birkenau, the largest Nazi death camp at the end of the Second World War in 1945. Early in the war, most prisoners were Poles, rounded by the occupying German forces, but later, Auschwitz was transformed into a mass killing site for Jews, Roma and others, operating until the liberation by Soviet forces on, of course, January the 27th, which was back in 1945. Now, if you want to commemorate this today you can do so uh it it will be happening between 7 and p.m and 8 p.m tonight uh 8 p.m brits are asked to light the darkness in memory so households across the uk will be lighting candles and putting them in their windows to remember those who were murdered for for basically who they were and to stand against prejudice and hatred hatred today uh, because that is what this world needs rid of. This is a beautiful world and we know because we travel it weekly uh, if only in spirit as I say. Now I am going to take you a little bit back in time today. We're not going to go back to those sad times. We're going to go back to something a little further back. I'm going to take you on our first stop to Athens. Uh, Now this is the capital of course of Greece and it's a wonderful city if anyone has ever been. The cradle of Western civilization is the ultimate time travel experience and that's what I want to take us through today. The remains in the ancient ruins and the wafts of neoclassical elegance on every street corner here is going to make this a day to remember guys. This is a chameleon of a city that hits you with its history while also wearing a modern skin. I'm going to say no more. I'm going to take you there at some of the things to see and do. We're going to have another track next and then I am going to talk to you a little bit about things that we can do in Athens and see who is hitching a ride with us today. Now, one thing that we can do is enjoy our vibrant nightlife in Athens. It is amazing and it may just lead to this, being drunk on a Friday night. I always do what I gotta do, yeah, every day like a deja vu, Monday. Monday It's no fun Hope something's gotta be done Can't you see I just wanna feel young Young again So give me that one day One day Well if you wanna say hey Take a shot
drunk on a Friday What you drinking now? I'll tell you what I'm thinking now. Now, it wouldn't be wrong if we stayed here all night long. Forget about all your should do, have to's, leaving to tomorrow. But if you wanna say, hey, take a shot. Ah, such a cool choreography, that one from Joyce Plaskett. Great, great tune. Uh, It was the Shires, of course. Now, let's see who's hitchhiking with me today. Of course, no journey is complete without my travel buddies, and that's why you're here. I'm hoping to take you around and show you a good time today. And we have Sandra Burns in the chat room, first of all. Uh, I said, who is joining me? And she says, I'll do my best. It's a busy one for you, I'm guessing, today, Sandra, so thanks for joining us when you can. Jim Stankwich is here, too. He says, good morning from a snow. New England. Oh, it's snowy there. Oh, I'm not keen on the cold. Let's go somewhere hot. Athens, perhaps. Now, here is somewhere hot. We have Mr. David Hoynan, and he says, good evening from Australia. I'm guessing even your evenings are warm there. Uh, I'm only jealous, you know. Willie Brown is with us. He says, good morning, Haley. Great to have you with us. Of course, Willie has kept us entertained all morning with The Breakfast Show. He says, everyone loves New Country Char. Ella did a great job on this. Thank Thanks, Willie. She sure did. Daniel Dykemans is with us too. He's saying hi, Haley. Good morning, and everyone. And a lovely photo in the chat room here from Tino Herger. He says, Good morning, Haley. Good morning, everyone. Hello from a lovely winter's day. And he's putting brackets freezing. It's nice to be inside today. And again, he's let us know this is home office duty because I'm guessing you're still in lockdown there too, Tino. Uh, beautiful photo there. Is that your street? It looks absolutely idyllic. Uh, Certainly, these are the good points of the snow for me when I see how beautiful it can look. I'm just not keen on the feel of it. 
definitely I was meant to be born in a hotter country than I was. Uh, we were talking about it being the Holocaust Remembrance Day. Of course, this is a very pivotal day that brings us back to a really sad time in history. And uh, this is a really interesting comment here. Uh, hello, Andika Jordan. She says, good morning, Hayley Wheatley. And she lets us know, I have visited Auschwitz once and I couldn't speak for hours after this visit. And uh, I can imagine, I can only imagine, because I would love to go to Auschwitz, but the thought of it as well uh, seems so sad. And I've heard very similar comments to this from people who've been. So thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, I can imagine it was it was quite a, a thing to see. Of course, we are heading to Greece. Jim Stankovic has shared a gif in the chat room of a very young suave looking John Travolta not that Greece gem indeed <laughs> and uh, David Hoyne is saying let's all go for a party in Athens and I really like that idea especially that little beer gif let's do it let's get drunk on a Friday night now the first stop and somewhere I have to take you to on my travels and it is the must see place in Athens is the Parthenon this is the epitome of ancient Greece of course I did share a little bit picture in the chat room if you're in the chat room take a peek this transcendent marble temple has stood on Athens rocky Acropolis for more than 2,500 years and you can catch a glimpse of it from almost everywhere in Athens and especially at night when the floodlit Doric columns beam out it's amazing uh, you can be there at 8 a.m. in the morning to get to it yourself it's a very busy place to visit so when I take you guys here today we are gonna have an early morning because because from 11 a.m. till early afternoon, it will be packed. But you can go up and see the Parthenon for the only, only the equivalent of 18 English pounds. So that's not bad at all, is it? Next up, we're going to have a photo op. Of course, we always need our selfies, guys. So we're going to go to Stavros Niarchos Foundation Cultural Center. What is this place? I'm about to tell you. Overlooking the Aegean in the southern suburbs, the ultra-modern SNFCC looks as if the Earth's crust has been peeled back and up into the sky. Yeah, Renzo Piano's sprawling complex is home to the National Library of Greece, and I love to read the Greek National Opera and the Long Green Slice of Stavros Niarchos Park, which is what we're here for. Let's follow the path, so we're going to slope gradually upwards towards the neat cypress and olive tree avenues to a rooftop cantilevered. 32 meters above it's going to be amazing and up here we can see the sea sparkling in front you're going to see the acropolis up behind us and the white city is going to just be swaddled in hills all around us this is a perfect place to start for our next track and because i am just telling you that you will honestly love this place this next track is called honestly the dance to choreographed by rachel mckinney white
Honestly, you will love our travels today. Do you trust me, guys? We are in Athens, in Greece, on our travels. We're continuing with these city breaks that we did last week, or what I in the UK would call city breaks, with those little jump to Europe trips that we just miss so much during this lockdown. Uh, and again, if you would like to tell me where your little breaks would be, where you would go for a weekend away, please do so in the chat room. It's great to see so many comments coming up in the chat room. We've certainly got a lot traveling with us today. Uh, and of course, we were talking um, about the, the Auschwitz and the, the, the fact that it is Holocaust Remembrance Day today. And uh, a great little recommendation here for those of you that love to read. Uh, Andika Jordan is saying, by the way, there is a very interesting book about the history of the country uh, Israel and the Jewish in the 20th century. It's called Exodus and it is one of my favorite books ever. That's a really great recommendation. I'll pop that on my list. I have a long list actually. So uh, we'll get around to that. And if you would like to pop it on yours, please do so. Welcome all, the, all our other hitchhikers who are joining us this morning. It's so great to have so many gorgeous faces with us. David Thomas is saying good morning. A very debonair good morning from a Toy Story Ken there. And of course we were talking about 
about getting drunk on a Friday night. I think we enjoy that. Sandra Burns is, of course, telling us, I'm not drunk. Uh, no, not after all those beers. Of course not. Uh, good morning, Winston. He says, hi, gorgeous from Malaysia. It's great to have you with us. Uh, really great. And Lee Hamilton, too. Look at all these choreographers popping in. Uh, Lee says, hello, everyone. Traveling with you as I work from home. Back to back with phone calls all day. Ah, oh, Well, make sure nobody chats to you during the good songs, uh, Lee. <laughs> and Phil Wheatley says, hello. Good day to everyone. Great to have you on our travels. And Jamie Wally is saying, morning, Hayley. Morning, everyone. I'm skiving at work whilst listening, so thought I'd drop by. Hope everyone's well. Long time miss no see, Mr. Wally. It's great to have you with us. And uh, Judith Kennedy is here with a cute good morning gif with that little puppy in a mug. Graham Kennedy is here listening in too. Uh, it's great to have you all with us. We are in Athens, guys. Ah, oh, wonderful place, wonderful historical place. And of course, we all have the historical conceptions. Uh, again, Disney... Uh, reference here but if anyone's watched Hercules things like that you'll all know about some of the uh the, the tales of Zeus and all the great myths that come from Athens but you know we are going to look and delve a little bit more into this today without spending too long here but first of all I need to take you for some food and some drinks which we always do on our travels and we know certainly we've got great Greek great Greek salads moussaka stefado all the fun Greek foods that we are waiting for but first of all let's have a little culture shot I'm going to take you to Basil and Elise Foundation uh, if you've seen enough ancient stuff uh, we're going to take time out with some nice art uh, how do you fancy Picasso Van Gogh Cezanne Monet and many more well I'm going to take you to this contemporary art museum that only opened back in 2019 so of course not many have stepped inside because it has been shut during lock time times it's founded by a mega rich shipping company which had acquired 2.3 billion private art collections and it's now housed in an elegant 1920s mansion in the central Pangrati district. Now if you want to enter there I always give you your prices this might be somewhere you want to go on a city break soon this is going to cost you the equivalent of just seven English pounds seven quid to get in that's not bad at all. After that you will definitely want a drink so I'm going to take you to my recommended drinking hole Little Cook it's called. Now by day kids flock to the hip Siri for this fairy tale cafe which changes theme by the season um, at the time of my research, it actually had a Mary Poppins theme, which sounds cool. By night, it's a bar, and it's almost discombobulating in its fidelity to the theme. The drinks are basic. Uh, you can get daiquiris, pina coladas, Aperol spritzers, anything you fancy. But we're not here for the drinks, we're here for the atmosphere. And as I say, when researching it, there was a woman topped up, top togged up as Mary Poppins, striding along the bar with an umbrella in her hand. I just think that looks so much fun. Although I just want to dress up and be Mary Poppins if it was me. But it's so cheap to buy drinks. If you're thinking about drinks away, maybe not as cheap as your local, but you're probably looking for about a five for a drink here, which is not bad when you're traveling, is it? 
Um, the restaurant I'm going to take you to is called Athenaikon, and this is a traditional taverna on a pedestrianised street, which gives you the taste of 1930s Athens, uh, the taste of it that you never knew you needed, but you needed. Generations of Greek intellectuals have sat at its marble tables to eat shrimp and crayfish croquettes with spicy sauce, and you can also get traditional spoon sweets and fruits such as grapes, cherries, and tangerines, which would be served suspended in thick syrup and uh, just often you get them served in a teaspoon as a gesture of Greek hospitality. So it sounds perfect and we're going to go to sleep for the night at my recommended hotel which is called the Achilles and this is sassy modern place with rooms that just a little totter away from the historic centre to make the Achilles Hotel a great all-rounder for everyone. But it is good for families too because it has quadruple rooms so depending what you want it's definitely a place to stop at for the night and if you were with us last week on our travels you'll remember some of these B&Bs I recommended were a little bit pricey but this one is only the equivalent of 60 quid a night and you get breakfast in with that so that's that's like half the price of a lot of the ones we were looking at last week so here we are we're gonna just enjoy a bit more time in Athens with this next track a bit of a Greek theme this one is called ready set mambo it's a Simon Ward and Maddie Glover dance but this is the Greek version by Helen Paparizou Μήπως λέει η νύχτα, μήπως το φίλι Που κάναν το βλέμμα σου να είναι φυλακή Πες μου, πες μου, πες μου τώρα που θα πας Τώρα που μ' αγάπησες πίσω θα γυρνάς Πυρετός, μοιάζεις σαν θεός Άρχισε ο χορός, γέρναμε και πάρε μ' αγκαλιά
so we are in Greece on our travels today. Now give me a little nay in the chat room if you have been to Greece. Of course this means yes in Greece. Uh, <laughs> and uh, a great little comment here from Delia. She says, great Hayley Wheatley, your voice is keeping me fit during my jogging. Oh, that's so nice. Okay, so we're going to have a little travel around. And uh, did you know that Athens is the hottest place? in Europe. Okay, so literally Athens holds the World Meteorological Organization record for the highest temperature ever recorded in Europe. It is 48 degrees Celsius and for those of you that work in Fahrenheit, that's 118.4 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, this was recorded uh, in the suburbs of Athens on the 10th of July 1977. So there we go. I like hot places. That sounds very hot though. Athens is Europe's oldest capital. Records show the city's origins go back to around 3,400 years ago, also making it one of the oldest cities in the world. Wow. So as we know, the Greeks were there during Roman times too, and their language is one of the oldest. So very interesting facts popping up here. Athens has experienced almost every form of government. Now, having been inhabited for over 4,000 years, Athens has been submitted to nearly every form of government known to this day. They've had a monarchy, a democracy, socialism, capitalism, and even communism. They've been through the whole shebang. And if it weren't for an olive tree... Poseidon might have been the city's patron. So one fact we do tend to know about Athens, of course, is it's named after goddess Athena. According to mythology, Athena and Poseidon compared Poseidon competed for the title of the guardian of the city. They each offered a gift to gain favour of its people and the gods. But Athena's olive tree was deemed more valuable than the saltwater spring given by Poseidon. So her name was given to the city-state. Ah, so that's how it came about. Now, we all associate Athens with the Olympic Games, right? Does anybody else do that? Well, the ancient Olympic Games were actually never held in Athens. The first Olympic Games were held in 776, it's hard to say, 776 BC in Olympia. Um, in Peloponnese, but the city-state of Athens also had its own games, and these were called the Panthenaic Games, and they have been going since 566 BC, so still quite early on, but not quite as long as the ones in Olympia. Um, and of course, talking about all those different uh, um governments that Athens has held. Uh, Athens is actually home to the first known democracy. Uh, it was established in Athens around 500 BC, all those years ago. So it was based on a direct democracy system in which eligible citizens directly voted on laws. So they, they helped pass the laws. What a great, great idea. So really, I guess the modern day democracy we know today was probably really based on what we learned from these Athenians all these years ago. So that's our little 
fact file today. Um, again, I'm just asking in the chat room if you have been to Greece. If you haven't, do you want to go? Do you like Greek food? There's always room in my chat room for food. Uh, Andika Jordan, you say the Greek dancers are so much fun. Yes, I completely agree. Aren't they Greek? Great. Uh, fantastic. Jeff Camps is here. He's saying, oh, I'll have to listen on Catch Up Haley. Oh, we'll really miss you today, Jeff, because I know you, you do some amazing Greek food at home. So it would have been great to hear about that. Sandra Burns is saying about the temperatures there. Wow, that's hot. Indeed, it it is a little bit of a, a nod from Paris Hilton in the chat room there. If you're in the room, have a look. Uh, and also at this fantastic photo that's coming up next, it's from Linda Burgess who is sharing a photo with the Pantheon in the background. That's amazing uh, of you and your hubby there. Uh, was that a cruise too, Linda? You have been everywhere, Linda. Uh, you, you are definitely someone after my own heart. Absolutely. I love your photographs. Sandra Burns has shared another cool gif here. Athens, what do we do at the uh, at the polls? E echoes for eternity. What do we do at the polls? Echoes at etern for an eternity. Uh, film quote there. Uh, some great gifs coming up here. And Steph Bell, welcome, welcome to our travels. Good morning, Haley, and everyone. Hope everyone is well. Sandra Burns is letting us know, Haley. I've been to Greece twice. Thankfully, no bus trips, though. Think my mum and dad learnt their lesson. <laughs> so great. This is just coming on from some chats we've had in previous weeks. I love learning about you guys on our travels. It's great to be some fun places. Now, I couldn't bring you to Greece. I really couldn't without playing this next track. There are some tracks choreographed to this, but I always do the T-bone shuffle to it in class. And it's just so much fun.
love that one I love it all right uh, now if you've just tuned in you probably won't take long to guess what part of the world we are in when you listen to that track we are in Greece I just can't not move to that one and uh, we're all moving in the chat room too some great gifs from Sandra there and Steph Bell is saying dancing around like a loon great tune and Tino Herger is saying oh we do the ghost train to this one so I guess you, we could do lots of different dances to it let me know if you do anything different we've been having a great time here in Athens and Andika is saying in the chat room I have been to Athens I recommend to go there in the spring because it's not so hot and it's green great advice there and uh, Tino is saying uh, Haley, I've been to Greece Athens in November 2019 it was so nice and warm warm in November and it was a family trip um, an invitation a fam trip invitation by the Greek tourist board wow that sounds great and everything was so well organized and we were stuffed with food every day it was delicious now this brings me to a very important point because we are going to talk food a little bit because we all love Greek food who doesn't love Greek food and of course we always seem to, to be specific about which team you're on last week we were talking about if you were red wine drinkers or white wine drinkers well I think there is a distinct team olives here there are those people who love and adore olives black and green and there are those people who hate them is there anyone who's just impartial to them? It's, it's either a love or hate thing, right? Greek olives. I love them. Me and my daughter absolutely love these. We get them from Marks and Spencers and we've eaten like a huge family tub within a day. The rest of the family don't like them. Guys, do you like olives or not? This is one of the most important Greek foods. Now, we're going to talk a bit more about food really quickly now. Of course, Graham Kennedy is saying I couldn't leave Greece without playing Zorba's dance. Of course not. So we're going to talk about the Greek food and what they eat. They have such amazing things. And one of my favorite things from Greece is baklava. Has anyone tried baklava? It, it's got to be a favorite, right? Oh, those sweet pastries, they're so good. And when I am on a diet, they always seem to be on sale in my local supermarket. But there is a sense of longevity and high life expectancy found in Greece. And nutrition is the key to this. Uh, apparently, a lot of them swear by a small glass of red wine daily with lunch or dinner, which has been proven over the years to prevent aging and heart disease. Um, Greece has 600 wineries. 400 indigenous wine grape varieties used for winemaking in Greece and they have the experience of 4,000 years of winemaking and they use the same grape varieties today as they always have. So these guys in Greece are pros at their wine. So you'll get a great bottle there. Um, now there is an island in Greece called Ikaria Island. We've talked about this on a past show because the island are top of the list of places in the whole world with high longevity they have the longest life expectancy and they have a very healthy population uh, the doctors there have an easy ride let me tell you um, and another thing is the term Mediterranean diet is also used to describe a lot of food patterns you may have used it yourself oh he has a Mediterranean diet now this 
phrase actually originated in Crete and much of the rest of Greece as well as in Italy too in the early 1960s because it incorporates the healthy living and eating habits of the people that live in the countries that surround the Mediterranean Sea. Of course this involves olives too. They're meant to have things in that keep you looking young. That's another of the reasons I eat loads of them. Um, the Mediterranean diet promotes a healthy lifestyle and it includes food groups such as vegetables, fruit, olive oil, nuts, cereals, honey, fish, whole grains, legumes, and a low intake of red meat, poultry, and sweets. So they are really, really healthy. Um, extra virgin olive oil is the A to Z of the Greek cuisine. So if you go out there, they will use this extra uh, virgin oil because it's scientifically proven to help in the reduction of blood sugar cholesterol. So if you're wanting to do that and extend your life a little bit, swap to, swap to the extra virgin. It's great on salads too, actually. Now, Greeks are record holders in olive consumption, with 18 kilograms of extra virgin olive oil per head each year. And some of these nutritional habits they have have lasted since ancient times, like the pies. In ancient Greece, pies were savoured as breakfast, and sweet ones were served during symposiums. I this may be where the baklava comes from because they're very like little sweet pies, aren't they? Greek pies are among the essentials of the Greek cuisine. The notion behind the pies is that people of ancient years or hard times in modern years filled the pastries with all the ingredients they, were, they had left. And uh, didn't matter if these were seasonal or what they had le uh, available at the moment, what, what they had left over. But uh, wheat was almost always available for the pastry making. And it's exactly the same reason why Italy created the pizzas that, uh, that, that, that was the equivalent to the Greek pies, I guess. The Greeks just put maybe a pizza with a cover on it, <laughs> you could say. So uh, we are going to get ready to leave Greece, but I had to to touch on food because it is such an important part isn't it of traveling you have to enjoy your food as you go around and uh, I want to know if you like olives let me know in the chat room if you prefer that or if if you have a different favorite Greek food that you like to eat um, just come in and load in some of the comments here uh, Sandra Burns is saying, I love green olives, but I don't like the black ones, Hayley. Cameron likes green olives as well. Good for him. Not so many of the little ones do, do they? Um, Sandra, uh, T Sandra Burns, Tino is saying, I do prefer the Spanish over the Greek olives, but I like both varieties and I love the black ones. I got to tell you, it's my favorite thing on a pizza, a black olive. They go so well on pizza and that's a great mix of Greek and Italian all together. Tino is saying that he likes the green olives, uh, but he just likes them. He loves the black ones, can't live without them. And he has a ritual of having three olives every evening just before bedtime. He says, call me crazy, but it helps me calm down. I can believe there's probably something in that that makes that scientifically possible because all those oils in olives are so good for you. And uh, you're, that, that's what keeps you young, Tino. Obviously, it's the olives. <laughs> Judith Kennedy is saying, Zorba's dance, I always split the floor between T-Bone Shuffle and Elvira for my beginners. Great fun. So there's some suggestions if you want to do a bit of Zorba's dance. Again, let me know any of these in the chat room if you have any other dance suggestions for that. And if you like olives, David Thomas is also saying put olives on the pizza. Definitely. Oh my gosh, olives are so good on the pizza. I hope you're going to like the food we have. We're going to leave Greece now, but we're going to have a good meal before we go. And if not, 
hey, there's a money-back guarantee, which is the name of my next dance, Money-Back Guarantee, choreographed by Anne Kristen Sandberg and myself. Shove that prawn on the barbie and join Dasser Down Under. Sundays, 8am UK time, online dancer radio. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Weekdays, 8 to 9.30am UK time. It's time to wake up with Willie. Live from Scotland, join Willie Brown for breakfast on Line Dancer Radio. Everyone place your bets and join Tino Herger for the Line Dance Roulette Show. Every Saturday, 9 to 11am UK time, here on Line Dancer Radio. 
some great shows that come up during our week here at LDR, so don't miss those. Oh, guys, we are going to get ready just to leave Greece, but I've had a great time with you, and I've been asking if you enjoy olives. Do you like olives? Do you like them just on your pizza? I always remember traveling with my mum the first time I tried an olive. We didn't have a lot of them in our house, uh, and my mum don't like them. And we got onto a plane, and I said, Mum, what's this, a grape? And she went, yeah, it's a grape, Haley. I put it in my mouth, and oh my goodness, when you're like, uh, I think I must have been about 11 years old, and you're expecting to taste a grape, they are not nice. Funnily enough, I tried them again a couple of years later, and I've loved them ever since. Now, are you an olive lover, and are you team black, or are you team green? In fact, are you team Greek, or are you team Italian or Spanish? Now, Ross Brown is saying in the chat room, good morning, Haley and fellow listeners. I've had your show on for the past half hour while getting set up. I hope everyone is well. I love olives, he tells us. My 18-month nephew surprised us on Christmas Day. I had a smallish jar of olives to graze on with other things like cheese and crackers. My nephew ate about two-thirds of the jar on his own. I couldn't stop him. Ah, oh, cool. I think that's great. Uh, like Sandra said about Cameron liking them. Get them liking them young. I think my daughter was about six when I got it a try one, uh, and she's nearly 15. She's 15 this year, and she loves them. Uh, but my other kids mm-mm, won't touch them. Uh, so let me know as we move on, guys, if you are Team Olive or not. Now, we are going to go to that part of the show that I call the Great Explorers Quiz. We started this last week. It's going to be a mix of questions of all levels, and I have a nice, easy one for you this week. This one is so easy. Uh, Okay, here it is. What was the fearsome pirate Edward Teach also known as? Edward Teach, the fearsome pirate, what was he also known as? And as if it's not easy enough, I'm going to give you three multiple choice options. Was he long beard? Was he hairy beard? Or was he black beard? Answers can go in the chat room as I play you a couple more tracks while you have a think about this. I love this next one. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. 
Jimmy Buffett do? Funny you should ask, Alan. <laughs> I'd say, pull me something tall and strong, make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. Pour me something tall and strong, make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. He don't care. I don't care. It's five o'clock somewhere. Time zone am I on? What country am I in? It doesn't matter. It's five o'clock somewhere. It's always on five in Margaritaville, come to think of it. Yeah, I heard that. You've been there, haven't you? Yes, sir. I've seen your boat there. I've been to Margaritaville a few times. All right. Well, that's good. Stumble my way back. Okay. Well, we just want to make sure you can keep it between the navigational beacons. <laughs> between the buoys, I got it. All right. Well, it's five o'clock. Let's go somewhere. I'm ready. Crank it up. Let's get out of here. I'm gone. Got my toes in the water, ass in the sand Not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand Life is good today, life is good today Well, a plane touched down just about three o'clock And the city's still on my mind Bikinis and palm trees danced in my head I was still in the baggage line Concrete cars of their home prison bars Like this life I'm living in But the plane brought me farther I'm surrounded by water And I'm not going back again I got my toes in the water Ass in the sand Not a worry in the world A cold beer in my hand Life is good today Life is good today and Vile Yeah, I'm leaving GA And if it weren't for tequila And pretty senoritas I'd have no reason to stay Adios and Vile Yeah, I'm leaving GA Gonna lay in the hot sun And roll a big fat one And Grab my guitar and play The four days flew by Like a drunk Friday night As summer drew to an end They can't believe That I just couldn't leave And I bid adieu to my friends my bartender, she's from the islands Her body's been kissed by the sun And coconut replaces the smell of the bar And I don't know if it's her or the rum 
I got my toes in the water, ass in the sand Not a worry in a world of cold beer in my hand Life is good today, life is good today Adios and Viacondios, a long way from GA Yes, and all the muchachas, they call me Big Papa When I throw pesos their way and via a long way from GA Someone do me a favor and pour me some Jaeger and I'll grab my guitar and play Toes in the clay, not a worry in a world of PBR on the way. Life is good today. Life is good today. Ah, just where I wish I was right now with my toes in the water and another part of me in the sand. <laughs> a little bit of an uh, Alan Jackson and Zach Brown sandwich for you there as we just had a little bit of a think. Of course, I have introduced the Great Explorers Quiz. We will be winning prizes over the coming weeks for this. But for now, I thought I'd give you a nice, easy question as it's only our second week of playing the quiz game. Uh, we are shy with our answers because some of them have come via inbox, guys. You're allowed to post them in the chat room. I have got in the chat room a, gr a great Jack Sparrow gif there. Uh, definitely, it is not him. Let me repeat the question to you. The question is nice and easy. What was the fearsome pirate Edward Teach, also known as? Was it Longbeard, Hairybeard, or Blackbeard? I have four inbox answers here. One is Itchybeard. That one is incorrect, I'm afraid. And the other three are, of course, right. It was Blackbeard. So there we go. We'll have another question for you next week, and I probably will make them a little harder as we go on. Uh, we were just in Athens, and I was asking if you were enjoying Athens. Uh, of course, do you like olives was one of the questions I brought to you. And Dika Jordan is saying, I love both kinds of olives, but black even more, because again, I was asking you if you were team black or team green. Uh, she says, I just do not like them if they store them in vinegar. And I totally agree with that, Andika. I don't know why they ever do that. They're gross in vinegar. Uh, I love them, but yeah, not from vinegar. Um, we're also talking about the track that was on Tino Hergris saying, oh, cool, happy hour make it a hurricane before I go insane. Yeah, I love that song. What would Jimmy Buffett do, huh? And David Thomas is saying, did someone say five o'clock somewhere? Just again about the olives, Nina Gustafsson is saying, I love olives in Greece. The ones we buy in Denmark, not so much, rather not. I 
I can understand that the Greek olives are so much better. Now here is a comment in the chat room I don't really like to see. Oh, Leslie Kidd, she says, sorry Hayley, I was hoping to join you, but for some reason it won't play on my tuna and the LDR app just keeps stopping. I'm so sorry to hear that, Leslie. Uh, I hope we can get that sorted and have you with us. Uh, keep working on it and thanks for letting me know. Nina is staying, saying the same. She says, yep, for me the app keeps stopping. So uh, I do feel sad to read that sometimes these hitches just happen and hopefully they do iron themselves out uh, Andika shared a lovely picture too in the chat room if you are in the chat room too and even if you can't hear all the, the things I'm talking about do stay in the chat room with us you'll soon catch the gist we of course were talking about snow earlier and that's a beautiful photo you have a lovely garden there Andika with all that snow in at the moment she says this was our garden yesterday and uh, she's just 20 kilometers from Tino but unfortunately no sun today and David Hoyne is saying wow um, you know what, I guess I guess when you live in Australia, you can kind of be wowed by snow a lot. I would happily exchange some of my snow for some of your sunshine, David, if you want to do swapsies. Uh, we are going off today, and I would like to know if we have any fans of Prague in the chat room. Now, this is one of my Euro breaks that I keep saying I'm going to go to. My niece, I've said it on a past show, it's her favorite place in the world, and I think she's going to finally talk me into a trip with her but it is just a wonderful historic place. In fact, history sings from Prague's cobblestone streets, but between those toy town spires and domes, you'll find a modern cosmopolitan city with industrial areas transformed into arty hubs and hip avant-garde restaurants. Now, with this modern city, I wanted to bring back this dance, a little blast from the past. Modern indeed. This one is a Kate Sala choreography. It's modern romance.
Modern Romance, really like that one. Actually, I think I might bring that back for a Streamline Teach maybe next month because I just forgot about it. I love it so much. Okay, a little bit of a negative thing this morning. We seem to be having trouble with the app uh, and thank you, Leslie Kidd, for bringing it to our attention. I am not sure what's going on, but I have sent for a little bit of tech support to see if we can get to the bottom of this. Um, Ross Brown is saying best to listen in through the website at the moment if you can. You can do that through your phones too, and certainly you can, guys. And if anybody is wondering what the link is, go to my Facebook page and just the, the link is there on my wall. You can just click it and it'll take you straight through to play it through your phone or through the, a website if you want to do it on a laptop or even an iPad. Um, Sandra Burns is saying that Willie did say as well this morning there was a problem with the apps and uh, that if you go through the website or use your Alexa it will work remember if you're asking Alexa she won't do it if you say play Line Dancer Radio you need to ask her to either open Line Dancer Radio or start Line Dancer Radio and she will do so um, and uh, thank you for that help there Sandra uh, also uh, Linda Burgess is saying the same she says we can only listen through your link Haley Radio Jar uh, so we we just got to bear with it at the moment, guys. I'm really hoping it will be fixed soon. Uh, just a little great track there. And Tino Herger is wishing us all well. He says he'll have to say goodbye for now and walk the dog in the snow. Doggy time for the next two hours. Wow, you have a love, a lucky dog, Tina. Tino. Uh, two hours is such a long time. <laughs> My dog gets like 20 minute walks. That's it. <laughs> but Tino is saying y'all have an excellent day or night uh, for our friends on the other side of the globe. So thank you for that. We are traveling anyway. Where are we today? But where else but Prague? We are going to see the must-sees in Prague. And if you have been to Prague or if it is on your list, I would love to know that in the chat room. One of the must-sees when you go there is the very famous Prague Castle. Uh, this give you, gives you excuse me, the maximum wow factor. And you can enter through the courtyard of Queen Anne's Summer Palace and you step inside the St. Vitus Cathedral to admire its stained glass. It'll be a breathtaking sight if you are putting this on your to-do list. And then you can take a tour of the quirky Lobkowicz, Lobkowicz, if I pronounce that correctly, palace, with its dazzling balcony views. Definitely one to put on the list. Of course, as I said, we need our selfie moment. So you have the photo up there on the Hoyest Hoyesi Embankment. I was trying to look up how to pronounce that. Um, my, my check is not so great. Uh, swans glide across the Viltava River, creating ripples across the reflections of the skyline and enjoy views across to the National Theatre and curved glass walls of the Dancing House. It sounds beautiful. We will go for our culture shot too, like we did in Athens, and we'll go to the Mucha Museum and you'll recognize the flower-haloed nymphs at the Paris Metro lettering of the Alphonse Mucha's Art Nouveau creations, because this Bijou Museum curates his early film posters as well as his more political phase. There's lots to see and do there, but don't forget the gift shop, which will have beautiful gifts and souvenirs for you to bring home. We are in Prague, and I'm going to go to another little track next while we're talking about those photo opportunities. Let's have a little bit of Ed Sheeran as he sings Photograph. Umpteen dances to this one.
time to go around the world with Ross Brown. Join Ross on his travels Wednesday, 12 p.m. here on Line Dancer Radio. Get on the Honky Tonk Highway with Kelly Cavallaro. To find out what happened the morning after and the night before, Tuesdays, 2pm UK time, online dance on radio. Boom. All right, we're talking a little bit we, about we have some technical difficulties today just with the Line Dancer app. So remember, if you want to catch the full show, try to tune in online. I have shared something on my wall early this morning, which would have the link on that you can just tap and come straight through to me. And Sandra Burns has also shared in the chat room. Thank you, Sandra. Uh, a little link there if you want to play it through it. And of course, we said Alexa is working. Sandra has also shared a fantastic gif. Alexa, feed the kids i'm saying that my alexa's useless she never ever does what i want her to do she does everything for everyone else in the house and it must be my funny accent or something but she always does the wrong thing for me sandra burns is saying hayley i know she never brings me a drink either i don't know sandra you just can't get the staff nowadays huh <laughs> some great gifs popping up too in the chat room for that last track it was a bit of ed sheeran and photograph great photos uh photo gifs there from sandra and david thomas and jim is saying when you say photograph my mind always goes to death leopards for sure for sure all right we're just dipping down in prague we're on our little city breaks here and i just wanted to take you on a little loop around the world or certainly around europe today as we are staying in europe and i think it's time for a drink guys so while we're in prague i'm going to take you to the scott scoutsky institute I seem very tongue-tied today. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> I haven't had a drink yet. It is only the middle of the week. I have to confess, the days when we used to be on a Friday, I used to be looking forward to my wine. So now Wednesday comes, I feel like I should be buying a bottle. But we're going to have a little drink next at this drinking hole. Uh, this pub is run by the local scout troop. It offers a rare combination of friendly service and reasonably priced beers on Prague's Old Town Square. And you can mingle there with a younger crowd, congregating with a mismatched wooden furniture interior. That just sounds fun. I like that. And I like the fact the drinks are reasonable too. We can buy an extra one. Of course, I'm going to take you to a restaurant too while we're in Prague, guys. There's so much to see here. We will definitely work up an appetite. I'm going to take you to Kuchin. And this is somewhere where we can sample beef tartare and potatoes and dill sauce on the outdoor terrace right beside the castle complex. That castle I was telling you was a must-see. How does that sound to you? Of course, you'll be wondering why I'm taking you to stay for the night. We are going to go to Miss Sophie's Charles Bridge. Uh, anything with Miss at the start sounds a little bit like um, <laughs> burlesque, but no, this is a place that you will love. It's right by the famous bridge. So when we get up early in the morning, you'll be able to get out, get your snaps taken, your photographs before the world wakes up. How does that sound? And again, we're at reasonably priced bed and breakfast places this week. Half the price of last week's stops. It would only cost you the equivalent of 65 British pounds to stay at Miss Sophie's. So we shall do that. 
Oh, Prague is cool, indeed, indeed. And of course, it is, as I said, a very historic place, uh, full of lots of old town places and even Old Town Road, I'm sure. to play that one. I love that one. That's Lil Nas featuring Billy Ray Cyrus and the dancers choreographed by Jean-Pierre Madge and Jose Miguel Bilocavana. So a great combo there, don't we think? We have been in Prague, a historic place with lots of old town roads there <laughs> and uh, cheaty excuse to play that one. But uh, I, I just love the look of Prague. It is on my to-do list. I think if we hadn't had lockdown, I'd have been there already. And certainly reading this comment, I kind of feel sad reading this one. Lee Hamilton is saying, I was supposed to be going to Prague with my sister next week. Oh, Lee, that really sucks, babe. But I'm sure you will get there as soon as this is over. It's definitely on the list. We'll probably just all meet up there, eh? Prague will be inbound by us all traveling. Uh, I say it every week again. 
um, you don't need to really think about traveling in the future because I take you all around the world every week. But is it on your list? I think we have very mixed feelings on this where many of us are quite happy staying safe and home at the minute. And there are those of us with our itchy feet that have traveled always itching to get back out there. And I can be a little bit of both actually, if I confess it. Uh, some great gifs popping up in the chat room and a lovely message saying hello here from Lisa Thompson. A shout out to you, Lisa, my love. Uh, a big fan of Alan and Jackie is Lisa. Now I have some more travels for you. We've been a lot of exciting places. Let's see if we can fit these next places in. We're going to go off to Brussels, guys. We've spoken in the past about Belgium. I gave you a whack load of facts. Do you remember that week we were talking about Belgian beers and we were also talking about Belgian chocolate. Remember, never ever give a Belgian chocolate as a gift because uh, it is supposedly acting as an insult to them because their chocolate is one of the best in the world. We'll have a few more facts about Belgium if I can fit them in. First, I'm going to take you off to Brussels because it's hand down, hands down the most underrated city break in Europe. It's just two hours by train from London, England and is full of delightfully absurd architecture plus bars overflowing with frothy beer and you remember we talked in the past about all those different types of beer hundreds and hundreds that you can get in one store plus um it has the world's best chocolate or, or supposedly and and i believe it does uh and hey what is better to sober up from all those beers with except fantastic chocolate it's the plan guys this is the plan let's be honest though it is also packed with top-notch museums but we're probably not heading there for them so listen let's settle back and enjoy some time here we can have some sublime mool fritz washed down with monk brewed beer and it sounds just like what else is there to do uh what else is better we're going to enjoy some time heading to Brussels next. I just want to welcome into the chat room anyone else that's checking in or just tuning in. Dave Morgan is here with us. He says, morning, Haley. We've been tuned in from the start, busy with homeschooling. Oh my goodness, I hear you. It's really difficult. Well, let me just say good luck, Blair. Good luck, Blake. It's not easy, but you guys can do it, definitely. Uh, Lee Hamilton is saying when they cancelled Prague, they rebooked for Rome in December. We were there just a couple of weeks ago on the show, Lee. Oh my goodness, it is a beautiful place. But if you uh, remember being tuned in with me, some guys, just hold on to your money, hide it. The pickpocketers are among the best in the world. Now, as we are heading to Belgium, I'm going to play you a great track from one of our favourite Belgian choreographers. This is by Jeff Camps co-choreographed with Sophie Bonafou uh, and it is called Kiss Your Soul. Your body's got me weak Your Mozart in the sheets You make a sinner out of me I'm a needle I'll be singing Holy Mother of Moses I just want to buy you roses Open every door that closes And kiss you from your head to your toeses I like your soul, baby You got that heart made of gold, baby I'm gonna love you till I'm old, baby I just want to I like your soul. I like your soul. 
soul Don't need to be undressing there choreographed by Jeff and Sophie that one a Libre song ah oh, such good tracks we've got going on today I'm loving it we are traveling around guys and we have been in Prague for a lovely while and we're now heading to Brussels now just on the subject of Prague Andika is saying I have been in Prague 34 years ago it was the year the political system changed in Eastern Europe I could already feel the tension in the air wow what a time to be there she says we even met in a pub the most famous Czech novel writer and she's asked does anybody know this person's name so if you have a clue who that may be do give us a little message in the chat room and Andy can can let us know if you're right Uh, we also have Jean Robinson checking in with us lovely to have you with us Jean she says morning Hayley and listeners being tuned in only just able to get on Facebook hope everyone is okay well we're in Brussels we got plenty of beer and chocolate so we're doing fine I think guys what do you think now first of all I'm gonna take you here to the must-see place we're gonna go to the Grand Place now the writer Jean Coteau is called called Brussels Main Square the finest theater in the world and although it's full of camera-toting tourists its gold leaf gables and gothic medieval spires make this one of Europe's most gobsmacking squares and this is what I was saying about Brussels being underrated you'll love it when you go there you can duck down the Rue de Letouve for a look at Brussels other laid-back landmarks and of course the very very famous mannequin pea statue and we know what this is don't we it's a chubby little boy having an unabashed wee (laughs) and where else can you see such a statue you remember when we came here in past week guys we were talking about somebody who is actually hired to dress up the mannequin pee on those special occasions Uh, what a job how do you say what do you do for a living well actually you know that little peeing boy in the center of the city i dress him up yeah great career choice 
but a fun one, probably. Uh, well, actually, I'm a fashion supervisor for a, a well-known statue. He's a celebrity, actually. Okay, guys, I'm going to take you to our photo up next um, rather than just mock that very interesting job, which I'm sure is, is really interesting, actually. Um, we're going to go to the Mim restaurant. It's the winding streets of the medieval city centre. You can unfurl below from your top floor cafe of the Musical Instruments Museum. Now, a bizarre Art Nouveau building covered in jet black wrought iron on the stately Monde Arts perched above the old town with its cobbled streets full of grand museums plus Belgium's royal palace. Doesn't that sound great, eh? Musical Instrument, Musical Instrument Museum. I think I'd like to go there. Um, I used to work in my youth in Canada in a music centre and became very interested in some of the older manufactured uh, instruments, um, some of the, the wonderful old violins you got there. Wow. Uh, next, I'm going to take us to the culture shot. Of course, we're going to go to the House of European History. You know I'm a history buff. We would have to stop off here. Uh, I don't know if you're with me for the history or the drinks, but we'll enjoy both, don't you worry. The House of European History is a museum created by the European Parliament. And this might sound actually really boring, but this is anything but. Through a vast collection of objects, it spins an epic narrative of the continent's history from its origins through revelations and wars to a vote leave badge tucked behind the European Parliament in Park Leopold. It's an unlikely stunner, this place, honestly. Um, of course, we are in Brussels. We are in Belgium. And the vote leave can direct us to nothing much more than the European Union. And of course, Brexit has been a big thing. I'm not going to go there. But uh, if you're interested in the history of the EU, then this would be a place that would really enlighten you. But I'm not going to kid you. One of my main reasons for going to Belgium is going to be the beer. They make the best beer in the world. Even if you're not a beer drinker, you know I love my wine, guys. But I do love a good beer and this is the place for them. Let's celebrate this with Little Big Town, their song Wine, Beer and Whiskey and this one was choreographed by Dan Albro. He always seems to know I'm 
wine, beer, whiskey. What's your order, guys? Shout out in the chat room what you would be drinking today because we are in Brussels and there might just be a little hint that we are here for the beer. They make very, very good beer in Belgium. And Sandra Burns has put a picture in the chat room of a guy here. I think he's like carrying maybe two dozen beers and big tank cards too. Well, that covers my and your drink, Sandra. I don't know what everyone else is going to drink. And Jean Robinson is saying, it's a good time to go for a pub lunch. Who is with me? Definitely. But would it be beer? Would it be wine? Or would it be whiskey? What are we in the mood for? Feel free to let me know in the chat room if you have a preference of course I am gonna write in where we are going for our drink we have to have a drinking hole here on our stops don't we so I'm gonna take you to a place called monk now if you're in Brussels this lively bar in boho st. Catharines is a loved by local visitors I would say beloved of them and uh, it certainly is for its drinks but also for its retro decor uh, they have like old metal Cinsano ads bicycles that are cantilevered above and uh, the snacks there are just superior they really are and you can try a Westmall triple a crisp Belgian ale brewed by monks and paired with cheese or you can have some other great things to eat there perhaps uh, our and ham or black and white puddings sounds good to me oh of course black pudding and white pudding isn't always on people's list this was coming up a topic on burns night it was burns night this week wasn't it and uh, it was of course if you like haggis or if you like black pudding or any of those traditional Scottish things that are kind of made up with some offal. White pudding too is something, I mean, I'm I'm half Scottish, so I grew up eating this stuff. It's no biggie to me. And and haggis tastes delicious. I always say to people who come, I can make you a great Balmoral chicken. It's one of my favorites. And uh, when I tell this to some American friends, I have some keen and some not so keen. It depends how brave you are. But if you are a black pudding fan, you can get it in Brussels. And I'm going to take you to a great restaurant there too. Le Clan de Belge is uh, beneath the odd American gangster decor, a superb place. It's a Belgian restaurant on lovely Place Saint Boniface in the new town. And the moule frit dish is exemplary. But do try the Carbonet Flamande. It's a Flemish beef stew made with beer. And it's served with frits to dip in the inky sauce. Ah, oh, anything. Stick chips on the side. It sounds good. The mains here will cost you about the equivalent of 18 pound though so not the cheapest meal but definitely one to try and I'm going to take you to one of those cheaper hotels again I don't think it's too expensive here at 65 quid a night Uh, Brussels has a wealth of business hotels but who wants corporate chic when you can have this Art Nouveau number Uh, with brilliant place it has fleece throws throughout it and scandy chairs and all the shebang and uh, although it is only 65 quid this is only the room you don't get breakfast included but there's so many nice places to eat around brussels you know you can find anywhere great for breakfast would you eat black pudding for breakfast well in the chat room i'm asking and uh sandra is saying hayley i love haggis and black pudding i haven't actually tried white pudding and uh, a great gif from you too sandra education is important beer is important uh that makes an excellent point um do you like this type of food what would you have for your breakfast uh i love a continental breakfast actually and you'll certainly get that in brussels 
So, we always chat about food, don't I? I always get you chatting about food. I tell you what, let's go on to our next track. This one is choreographed by another Belgian choreographer, Gregory Danvois. It's just a sweetheart, and he choreographed this one with our very own LDR DJ, Heather Barton. It's called Have Mercy, and it's a great track by Kate Holiday. <laughs>
have mercy check that one out it's cool we're getting ready to leave brussels guys where we've been traveling to today and i uh, was asking what your breakfast looks like what you would eat before you go sandra burns is saying i love a good scottish breakfast sausage bacon black pudding fruit pudding potato scone eggs beans and toast sounds tasty to me of course we have been in belgium in the past and gone through a lot of facts i have just a few whack loads of facts before we leave brussels uh here is one belgians do belgians do not share one common language there are in fact three official languages in belgium in brussels people mostly speak french but all public signs and documents are in french and flemish uh flemish dutch and the third language spoken here is german uh, the Justice Palace, or the Palais de Justice, in Brussels is the largest court in the world at 26,000 square metres. That's 28,000 square feet. Brussels is a major producer of beer, as we know, also of waffles, yes, and chocolate, yum. There are more than 800 brands of beer for sale in the city of Brussels. Now, let's talk quickly more about chocolate, shall we? It can, of course, be found in all the capital city, all around it. But did you know the airport in Brussels is the largest chocolate selling point in the entire world? I guess that's people wanting to take it home as souvenirs. They all grab it at the airport. Wow. Now, attention, French fry lovers. Chips, commonly known as French fries, were created in Brussels. The city has an impressive 138 restaurants per square mile. And at almost all of them, you can find some variation of French fries on the menu. In fact, there's even a French fry museum. From chocolate to fries to Brussels sprouts. Yes, the love it or hate it vegetable was broadly grown in Brussels in the 16th century and kids have been avoiding them ever since. Not me though, I love my Brussels sprouts. Speaking of vegetables, the largest agricultural, forestry and agri-food fair in Europe is held in Brussels. It's the Foire de Librement and is held in Brussels in July. So some facts there about Brussels before we leave. Certainly, I told you it's an underrated place and I hope you've enjoyed being there with me. We're going to skip quickly before we go, guys, to Amsterdam. Now, we've been here before, but this is just, I want to end off our little city break tour here that we've had in the last three weeks, actually, uh, with Amsterdam because it's just a hub and a place to go with direct Eurostar trains whisking you there in less than four hours from London, UK, and super short flights from anywhere else in the UK and Europe, and also a lot of international flights coming in here from around the world. Few destinations can offer an easy getaway as much as the Dutch capital can. This is a place that wears its history lightly, with pretty canal streets dusted with sublime art and architecture and cosy pubs, making it a great city for walking. We're going to end up here today. I'm going to let you travel there now with a little song. This is just a bit of cool Dolly Parton, choreographed by Stephen Patterson, and the dance is called Bring You Happiness. If she brings you happiness Then I wish you both the best It's your happiness that matters most of all start I'll be there before the next 
So we're just going to end off our travels today in Amsterdam, a fantastic city. If you've never been, get there. Really easy to access and just lovely to go around. Uh, we are going to just breeze through these places I'm going to recommend. If I've got time, I'm going to hit back in the chat room. We'll see how we get on. We've only got 10 minutes left. So um, one thing you must see there is the canal boat, uh, the canal boat and the canal belt. If you think of Amsterdam, you instantly think of tree-lined canals, yes? Flooded by the golden age of merchants' houses. Oh, it's just beautiful there and particularly along the main stretch you can just see some of the cutest gables the wonky houses are what I remember and some of the lovely window dressings uh, which really make a statement there uh, the photo off up the place to be would be Beginhof, and this is hidden away in the center between Waterstones and the Nike store, actually. But it's like a little time capsule, and it's a grassy courtyard surrounded with medieval houses. Uh, you can just duck through it and get some great pictures. We'll head, of course, for our culture shots. We'll go to the Van Gogh Museum, which has some amazing things there. Uh, the Rijks Museum has a collection spanning 800 years of Dutch art. Uh, Rembrandt's Brooding Night Watches, it's most famous piece and there's just some stunning neo-gothic buildings that you can go and just have a look at they're now a shining light uh, after decades of renovations 
I will take you for drinks there, albeit quick. Cafe Mulder is my recommendation. It's a uh, brown bars, retro wood, heavy nicotine stained pubs, which you just think, oh, you get them all there in Amsterdam, but it is lovely. And we are going to go to some great restaurants too, down some alleyways near the Royal Paris. There's some brilliant buzzy bistro style restaurants there. So we'd probably head there for a quick stop off. And then of course, lovely choices of hotels to choose from this is our most expensive of the day i'm going to take you to the hotel v nespline which has four uh, faux brick walls whimsical backlit mirrors and vintage style leather chairs upstairs the locals cram into the lobby for drinks there in and the restaurant that's downstairs and the hotel is run by the 12th generation of family of amsterdamers and they will be able to give you any tips you need on going around the city and enjoying it if you want to go to this place uh, it is twice the price of the other places we've been to but you get breakfast included it'll cost you the equivalent of about 130 british pounds let's go quickly to a little bit of helen shapiro before i finish off with our last track of the day let's see what we can squeeze in guys funny but it's true what loneliness can do Since I've been away I have loved you more each day Walking back to happiness whoop oh yeah Said goodbye to loneliness whoop oh yeah I never knew I'd miss you Now I know what I must do Walking back to happiness with you I'm making up for things I said Whoopa, oh yeah And mistakes to which they led Whoopa, oh yeah I shouldn't have gone away So I'm coming back today Walking back to happiness I threw away Shared 
some fab comments in the chat room here. I'm not going to get time to read them all. We're chatting about breakfast and it's great. Fantastic picture there from HP Low. Thank you. I love it. And some great comments on Amsterdam. Wish I had time to read them, guys. But I'm going to have to head off because Ross Brown will be with you very shortly, taking you to his event all around the world. Let's finish as we're in Amsterdam. We've got to have a little smoke of something. And in this case, it's smoke rings in the dark. Keep that smile on your face till next week and come hitch a ride with me then. Thanks, guys.
sounds good to me. Let's dance on.